Parental discretion is advised. Find yourself in the Beachview area of Pittsburgh? Check out the official pizza of this show, Slice on Broadway, sharing an abnormal obsession with pizza we can relate to. Check them out at sliceonbroadway.com and tell them this show sent you. Donate as little as a dollar an episode to get your name in the show and access WMS Gold content. Check out our page at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show or click the link on our site. Want to have your business or podcast featured on the show? Contact us at info at sorgatronmedia.com. Subject line, advertising. Hey guys, welcome to the Wrestling Mayhem Show, edition 421. I'm Sorgatron here at Sorgatron on Twitter's live from the Mayhem Studios in Pittsburgh, PA. Ready to bring some wrestling talk and maybe a little bit of the funny. We'll see how that goes. Um, with me, as usual, is uh, uh, one DJ Lunchbox, Papa Lunchbox, to uh, his friends and family. That's true. What's up, hot dogs? I'm Papa Lunchbox. I'm here to titillate and uh burn your minds out something like that also with us from johnstown pa oh no, oh, no it is exactly that is bobby <laughs> fj town also as said on the twitter how you doing sir good miss hearing lyrics all over the place all tonight. over the place all <laughs> over the place also joining us from the bronx new york is mad mike sir <laughs> What's up, Sorgelstein? Doing double duty as uh, usual uh, on uh, Movie Minute earlier in the in the evening. Uh, we talked X Men. Yeah, and I got to do my Twilight Zone intro for spoilers, and I love doing that. Yeah, it's it's good when we have these big weekends when we all see a movie like that. It's fantastic. Um, so of course, this is your Wrestling Man Show. We talk wrestling, just a bunch of fans having kick it back, talking some wrestling as if we're big boys. Right. As if we're big boys. As if we're big boys. You can find out more about us over at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. This is the big show we do for the week, but of course we got all kinds of other things like wrap-ups for Raw for Thursday night with the Impact and the NXTs and the Legend Houses, House High, maybe, and the Indie Mayhem Show interviews that we have over there. Go check that out and subscribe to us. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube. Just look up Wrestling Mayhem Show. You'll find us anywhere, video and audio forms. And uh, you can also get that super feed on uh, the iTunes and the Stitcher where you can get everything Wrestling Mayhem that we put out. And you don't even have to think about it. It comes right to your device. And uh, and everything is wonderful. You can also uh, drop us a line to that email address. Good, Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com or the uh, voicemail line at 412-206-WMS0. You know, we haven't had one for a few weeks here, so I challenge you, listener, right now, pull over. Don't, if you're driving, please don't do it now. It's probably not legal in your state, but maybe pull over and, and dial that number and uh, 412-206-WMS0 and let us know what you think about wrestling or something we said on the show. It's the way you do it. So we're gonna making a promise. What's that? My bar is doing a promotion for a hard cider on Friday. I'm going to go there and make them turn on SmackDown, and then I will deliver a drunken voicemail about SmackDown. Wonderful. Keep it under a minute. 
Of course. Of course. Of course. Don't um, forget to barf it up another round of shots. And also, big thanks to our friend Basic Sickness for that introduction. You can get free music from his site at basicsickness.com. Um, and you can also find us on Twitter <laughs> at Mayhem Show, on Facebook, on Google Plus, and the Great Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook group, where we have a lot of discussion going on and wonderful pictures that, that freak me out during the week. Please share the show on any platform. Tell friends if you're digging the show. Um, and uh, also be sure to comment on our iTunes, on our YouTube videos. Let us know what you think there as well. Um, and also, uh, another way you can support the show, if you find some value in the show, we have a couple people that already do this. Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. We got a link over there on our website as well if you want to check that out. Big thanks to Wrestling Revolution, TheWrestlingRevolution.com, also the W Revolution on Twitter. So be sure to follow them. And of course, our friend Bo Diggity Woo! Uh, is joining Woo! us. You can find him at uh, AJ from PGH on the Twitters if you want to give him a shout out and thank him for supporting our show as well. So let's get right into it. The only way we know how we got one big fan mail. No, actually it's really short, uh, but it's a question that didn't make it in uh, to the show last night for the wrap up and actually didn't really apply to the raw wrap up. We like to keep it specifically on raw as much as possible. Although we did get a little bit into the NXT transition last night on the show. Uh, so go check that out. The raw wrap up for this week. Um, but PRK a.k.a. Mr. Techwood Drive, says, uh-huh. to the WMS Nation, I have a question for you. Dot, 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 dot. Is the WWE Network and the new TV deal a letdown to Vince McMahon? Let me know what you think. Uh, we did have a little bit of discussion on this uh, last week, but I think we can kind of update, uh, you know, a week after. Uh, I, I really can't see uh, WWE Network as anything but a success. Mm-hmm. Maybe because we're all knee deep in this stuff and and watching this, but um, I, I feel like it's done it's done the thing it needs to do. It's disrupted. It's brought uh, uh tons of fans back to WWE, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 bring pouring money directly into WWE with no middleman. I guess you can say maybe a little bit MLB TV, uh, who 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 do the back end for this, but still, I I think. It's just nothing but a success. There's this talk about the the returning fan um, that gets to come back because of all the nostalgia going on. Once they go worldwide, it'll be there. There'll be nothing wrong with it. They're gonna get their money out of it. Yeah, I, I, I think that's what everyone's forgetting is that. Like I don't even think Xbox One users can use it yet, right? Uh, that they just yeah, they, can. they just started before the last pay per view, I believe. Yeah. Okay. But still, like it's not—it's only available in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And to have six hundred thirty thousand some odd people signed up just in one country alone—that's mm-hmm. pretty good. If they're only looking for like a million, million five people, mm-hmm. it's oh, it really it is only going to. Hasn't even gotten to Canada yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, Canada, there's at least there's Canada at least three hundred thousand hearts up there. Canada and England alone are going to give. A lot more viewers simply for a fact that Canadians uh, can finally watch the Canadian Stampede pay per view whenever they want. <laughs> you got something, LB? I do. Uh, well, I, I, I agree with what you guys are saying, but I feel that the question was um, Does Vince McMahon think it's a failure? And uh, while we think see it as a huge success, Vince McMahon lost a third of all of his money. So yeah. right now, I think his feelings probably aren't super warm about it. 
I think I agree that in the long run it'll be fine, but he's probably not the happiest person in the world at the moment. He's never the happiest person in the world at the moment. I think even if even if the stock didn't drop, Vince wouldn't consider it success yet because he always wants to improve on everything. So, a, it, I think it's too early. They, to... they projected a million users by a certain date, and they ended up with 600,000. Well, if that was Vince coming up with those numbers, then he's pissed. I'm still the, – the numbers I've seen on that, those projections were supposed to be before the end of the year. I don't get why everybody, everybody shotgunned it and said, hey, you're not at a million yet. And I don't get why everyone is shocked that a wrestling promoter over-promotes something. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the difference because it's, it's because Wall it's, Street. And yeah, he can't. He's no, not just but, lying to fans. He's lying to investors. Mm-hmm. That's different. Yeah. yeah, but he's not lying. He's projecting. Like, I mean, right. there's no actual like at least stuff that we've seen. There's no like actual numbers or solid data. They're like, yeah, we think we'll get a million people to sign up for it. Mm-hmm. That's all. Well, project- I encourage you to tell that to the three finance, the three legal companies uh, <laughs> investigating WWE. For yeah, that very thing, WWE for Stephanie selling off a lot of her shares. Oh, that I didn't know about. Yeah, Stephanie sold off a lot of her shares, so that might be the reason that they're looking into it, and not anything to do with the network or anything like that. You know, since day one, they, I- no, they released a public statement saying that the network numbers and the. Uh, the they in the during the shareholder call they said that they made x amount of money when they didn't make x amount of money oh that's all right you know you know since day one i really thought the stock market thing was if anything is going to bring down we talked about before is anything really going to bring down wwe it would have to be a giant giant fumble right and i really think the stock market is the thing that could bring down wwe um just because it's it's another they can't just do what Vince wants to do, you know. Uh, they are beholden to these guys, and 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 I felt like a, a stumble like this is exactly what's going to. It's a stumble that's not really a stumble, like as far as the business side goes. Uh, but but it, it's different roles with Wall Street, and and I think that's the thing that's going to like. I don't know. I, I, I can't see them uh, pulling Vince from the leader of the company. If, if it does, it's going to be a shell. You know, if, if it doesn't follow that lineage of like Triple H takes over or whatever, I, I, you know, who, who knows what's going to happen with WWE beyond Vince McMahon. But um, I mean, I, I can't see it's just like some random CEO coming in and taking over. No, that won't happen. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, honestly, if WWE can weather the storm, that was the Chris Benoit incident. Mm-hmm. A, a significant stock drop will not take down the whole company. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's just what strictly... What it boils down to is they have to listen to their board of directors and they have to listen to their investors. If every single one of their... their like, everybody on the board of directors and all the investors say, you know, there has to be a change in, in uh, management, then there has to be a change in management. Mm-hmm. If they want to continue to be an actual company, that's true. That's true. So it's shitty, and I, I don't think that should happen. I absolutely think that it should continue in the McMahon name, but I mean, it's it's entirely possible. Certainly, certainly. Um, so I don't know, uh, Bobby. Did you have any other thoughts? Um, not really. I think I think they're going to be fine. I from what from what. Somebody I heard say earlier the the stocks like fluctuate anyways, and they just basically went down back down to where the the stock was supposed to be originally. 
I mean, they were up really high based on the, everybody thinking that the network's going to be huge, you know, and out of, out of the gate. So I think they just rebalanced itself. Well, I think it. I think they also overestimated what they would get for their TV rights, mm-hmm. because while NBC yeah, yeah. gave them more than what they were making, it wasn't like a significant. Like they thought they would, they would be able to get double. Yeah, what, they only what got their fifty percent more. And they didn't get anywhere near that. Yeah, and I think that has more to do with it than anything to do with yeah. the network it was all a gamble and it was all a gamble between that and they bet big on this tv deal and they did not get with the i think the tv deals i think the tv deal honestly hurt more than the network yeah mm-hmm. in the long run it just compounded on top of maybe not meeting expectations on the market or i'm sorry on the network and but still i mean we're at the ground level they're going to build on top of the build on top of this they're going to learn from their mistakes like they always do except for the xfl and um and <laughs> and uh, the movies and what? And the movies. And the movies. Ah, <laughs> the they're still going with the movies. They're getting better with the movies. They, they decided to deal with the movies. They signed with Lionsgate for an action six pack of movies. One. Okay. First of all, can we diverge there? Uh, we'll talk. I really think this is the way they should be going. Feel good, weird movies that have a cameo with Randy Orton. Do not make a wrestling fan want to see this. Yeah. I'll take it to the papers if I have to. Exactly. <laughs> Same thing, Bobby. <laughs> We're all gonna go to the papers if we have to. <laughs> but no, seriously, like, like we do not want to see John Cena in a feel-good role. Uh, the closest thing is is Kane being a badass monster, right? Mm-hmm. Um, any of these guys should be shoo-ins for action movies. They keep making marine movies, which it's weird, but yeah, that's the thing they should be doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the sure. thing that works for Horn them. Hornswoggle as the leprechaun. It's a- it makes sense. <laughs> exactly. Right, and, and I'm going to say, I've seen one scene from Ceno Evil 2. It looks really good. I'm excited for it. I want to see it in theaters. There you That's go. Me. There you go. That's something for you to get excited for. Not the call. Not like these two movies back to back to have glimmers of, you know, like like Wade Barrett's in here for a minute. There you go, Jessica. We're talking about Wade Barrett already. We didn't even get to the IC title talk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Wade Barrett's in there for a minute. You barely would have seen it. They're like, you would barely would have known. How many times we say, hey, you know, it's a WWE film. I know you can't freaking tell by any of that stuff. You don't see David Atunga in the call. Was it the call? Was, am I getting that right? With the one yeah, with Halle David Berry? Atunga was the call. Um, yep. Still, it's it just. I, what are you, play also in another movie though for like a second. What are you getting at? You know, uh, it, it, it it's so weird. Uh, Knucklehead was a good fit, but it was a mm-hmm. weird fit. You know, you know, good good for Big Show. You know, and and it was a fine movie for what it was. But it, this isn't. I don't think this is what they're pushing for. You know, so you don't see the chaperone two sword. No, God, no. are they aren't they doing that? Aren't they like really doing that? Really? Oh God, I, I was like joking. one of those. I thought was getting a sequel. Um. But I mean, these weird, like, straight-to-video indie-ish films, just that are like uncomfortable. Like, this is not what is. It's not a crossover audience for you guys. Now, Scooby-Doo WrestleMania, you got me there. Flintstones, Flintstones, yeah, and wrestling. Mm-hmm. That is happening. Oh, it is happening. Mm-hmm. That is happening. Fantastic. But they took out CM Punk. If it's anything, if it's anything like uh, Scooby-Doo, I am on board for that. Yeah, <laughs> keep this keep this Hanna Barbera combination. If, up. I I hate to say it, if there isn't a mention of The Rock, I'm going to be very disappointed. I'm just saying. 
they may not want to pay for that. I'll be honest. They might not. Although they could, could mention him. Although it could, you know, technically they do own the rock. They let yeah. him use that. So yeah, they, they could just, just be like him and show him in like a poster or something like the rock versus stone cold is a main event in bedrock. I'm sorry. It is the rock versus stone cold. Certainly. <laughs> Certainly. Oh man. Uh, that is the universe. So tell, let us know what you think of the new uh, deals. What are, you know, here's a, here's a good one. You guys, we should start this on the board. What are some, uh, uh, give me a WWE films pitch. And who's starring in it? Uh, go over to the Wrestling Mayhem Show uh, Facebook group, and I, w- I want to see those Ooh. pitches. Oh, I got one. Yeah, you got one already? Dolph Ziggler, Damien Sandow, and Zack Ryder in a remake of Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> for <laughs> some reason. It's set in the <laughs> 80s. It'd be perfect for Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> but, so, but who'd be the dead one? Sandow, maybe? Yeah, oh, it has See, I thought you were going to go in a remake of Three Men and a Baby. Oh, that would work too, yeah. Oh my God, and the baby could be El Torito. <laughs> <laughs> or Hornswoggle. Hmm. He doesn't have a tail anymore. No, but Sorg, I actually posted a pitch yeah. earlier today on Twitter. Um, 3MB, True Detective Season 2. Ew. Uh, LB, mm-hmm. you had something? Uh, Biggie Langston and JBL in a remake of Beverly Hills Cop. Nice. They <laughs> seem more like a lethal weapon, only roles reversed. Don't you, who doesn't want the uh, WrestleMania 21 uh, parody videos back again? Yeah. Oh We're God. due for oh, something like awesome. that. When's the last time we had something fun like that or a Fuji Vice, you know? Um, <laughs> that's right. I evoked the Fuji Vice. Hey, I want to give a shout out real quick, and we'll come back talking about the uh, state of the U.S. and the Intercontinental titles and Alicia Fox, our new favorite crazy lady. Um, but first, I want to give a shout out to our friends that keep us fed here in the studio. Everybody that comes out here at Slice on Broadway. We're actually got a big event coming up this Thursday. It's the 200th episode of Awesome Cast. Uh, so we're going to be celebrating down there, right down the road here in uh, Beachview, PA. If you're in the South Hills of Pittsburgh, go check them out. Great pizza, great gourmet stuff. Um, like I said last week, you know, I went to a different pizza place for for dinner just because i was in a different neighborhood i felt like i was cheating on my favorite pizza place uh but this place didn't have the gourmet stuff like these guys they may even have gluten-free pizza not that i would partake uh but if you are concerned about that i know a lot of people discovering uh, new allergies every day and that's one of them they do take care of you there and they really take care of us when we go in there even before we did a sponsorship uh, uh with them and and they're supporting the show so go support them um oh geez i don't have it in front of me but they did get third best pizza shop in the city let me see if i can pull that up real quick um i'll share that over on the page here uh shortly uh so uh, uh congrats to them and uh good to see that they're they're getting uh their recognition and it's good stuff and we go there probably way way more than we probably should uh <laughs> during the week uh as it's a great i love these like like slice places you know uh, mike you know i've been up there with you in the bronx and you have your like kind of corner slice places and i love that we have something like that here in beachview right off the train pizza in a cup and pizza in a cup as we invented earlier tonight before the (laughs) movie man this is why you need to join us on the live stream at live.sorgatronmedia.com because these are the kinds of things you would miss so uh so go check them out sliceonbroadway.com and let's get back to some wrestling um i have one more movie pitch what's okay I'm stealing it from CM Punk, but um, WWE doing Cannonball Run. 
Now, I cannot recall Cannonball Run. Cannonball Run's like uh, a whole bunch of Can- cars. Cannonball Run was great. Wait, 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 wait. Let, let Mike, let Mike's, Mike's explaining here. What, what was that? Like a whole bunch of cars do a race across America, and all the cars are like gimmicked. Like you could have. Wait, wait. Is this kind of like follow, cameos? Is this kind of like how Follow That Bird was? It's kind of like Wacky Races from Hanna Barbera. Gotcha. It's, it's, it's in, for adults. In. Like you could have a Techno Team 2000 car. I want to see Mantar and El Torito. Like you could wow. have tons of stuff. Lego the Chaperone? No, no. With the, it's been a while since we did that gimmick. El Torito um, has the twisty <laughs> rockets. <laughs> Lego the Chaperone. So I want to take a look at. You know, it's been a while. We had a tournament. We've had a lot going on. Um, we have, of course, our champions Intercontinental with Wade Barrett. Um, uh, stop! 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 What? 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 I want you to know. I don't know who the U.S. title holder is. Really? I want to right. set the tone for this conversation right now. Unless it's still um, fucking Dean Ambrose, I don't nope. know who the U.S. title Wait, is. Would you believe me if I told you both people fighting for the belt, the U.S. title, are actually legitimately European at the next pay-per-view? Wow. I like that. I'm a fan of that. Who is it? Uh, well, the holder is Seamus. And the 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 uh, opposition is is uh, hello, you all right? I I fucking watched Raw last night and I didn't know. <laughs> the US title. And uh, and he's taking on Cesaro. That just goes to huh. show you how important those titles are. But no, yeah. but in the and actually they've been uh, rather intertwined. I thought lately. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, Wade Barrett with the IC belt. Although he's taken on uh, Rob Van Dam, uh, we had our beat the clock challenge uh, to get a number one contender for that belt. How do you guys feel? The last uh, let's say month and a half, I guess, of the uh, both belts. There's been some movement. The Dean Ambrose um, um, walking around with the title finally ended after a year, um, and we're finally it feels doing something and doing something. Sp- Interesting. One, yeah. as I often say on Twitter, I can watch Seamus and Cesaro punch each other in the face all freaking day. Okay. And then on top of that, we have Wade Barrett, who's actually being interesting. And now we have this crossover thing where they're fighting each other's guys and, you know, Alberto Derry is involved and whatever. Um, but, but how do you guys feel about the belt? To me, it feels more interesting. Mm-hmm. A bit. Um, what about you, Bobby? You have any take on that? Today I watched a Raw from 1994. Okay. <laughs> I do you remember who the uh, Intercontinental Champion was in 1994? Marty Jannetty. No. The Intercontinental Champion in 1994, the feud for the Intercontinental Champion was Diesel, who had the title, versus Lex Luthor or Lex Luger, not Lex Luthor, Lex Luger for. The Intercontinental title. Now, that's some prestige right there. Okay. I think with it being Cesaro and Sheamus, the U.S. title is getting some prestige. Wade Barrett, RVD, it's starting to come back slowly to that. Mm-hmm. They're, they're getting better superstars involved in it. It's not just another throwaway. And with, with there only being one world championship now, I think that puts more focus on both those titles. Mm-hmm. Instead of it just being the third or fourth class belt, you know? Yeah. So... Well, and it feels like don't they have to really elevate these because mm-hmm. they they are the next belt now. We don't mm-hmm. have a world title to to shuck people with, you know. Um, I mean, if you really look at it with Daniel Bryan on the shelf, those two are the highest 
competing titles on Raw. Yes. Yes. And they the, the title match at the pay-per-view this week. Mm-hmm. So there's your belts. We're not getting a world title belt defended, it looks like. Um, and any significant thing. It is interesting. I, I, I do not feel like the show suffers from not having Daniel Bryan. It sucks. But Daniel Bryan will be there. There will be something happening. And uh, your your last man standing with, with Wyatt Cena, with uh, Evolution and, and uh, The Shield, feels like a top thing. And then we have some great supporters. These are the workhorses now. The, your Wade Barrett, your Sheamus's, and your Cesaro's, especially with Cesaro. Um, I mean, that's the next generation there. These guys are just kind of working out the craft at this point, And we're just, I think... Seamus has a hell of a following. Cesaro has a hell of a following. Uh, Wade Barrett, holy crap, lately. This, this, I, I can't believe this Bad News Barrett thing has taken off as well as it has. He has his own t-shirt, which I think is a first. No, he's had other no, t-shirts. No, Did he? no, he has a pair of Barrage shirt. Yeah. Okay, okay. But I think people are buying this one. Did you have something there, LB? Do you remember when... Um... Uh, it was, I would say, early, the early 2000s, I'm sorry, maybe like mid-2000s, when somebody would get injured and they would put the title on Edge, and Ed would, Edge would bust his ass and have great matches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It feels like everybody's Edge. <laughs> <laughs> like, they can always count on these guys to come out and perform every week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it really like stinks, it. because, I mean, it, you still see... I mean, we've been getting pissed, I know, in the Hangout. with um, You'll see a, uh, oh, geez, who did Sheamus take on last week? And they were, not, they were like chanting CM Punk. Oh, uh, oh, Cesaro. Is it Cesaro? It was Cesaro, yeah. Yeah, it's like, and unfortunately, I don't think the crowd appreciates a good wrestling anymore. <laughs> well, and, I, I can understand them being unenthused with Sheamus. Because Sheamus, as a face, I give little to no fucks about. Cesaro, I'm all in on. I hope that battle royal was just a means to an end to get the belt off of Ambrose and get it onto Cesaro. Mm-hmm. I really hope that's all that was, like a transitional champion type of thing. But, God, Sheamus as a face is just so boring. Mm-hmm. And Matt Carlin's is saying that the reason is they hate Sheamus. Um... Kids love him though, and of He's course we did him. have we did have. Notice we have uh, two European champions for those level belts going into the European tour. That's why Sheamus got it off of that. Um, and of course, thankfully they got Dean Ambrose. They figured out, hey, Dean Ambrose is going to be involved in this this three man war thing with Evolution for the next couple of months. Let's do something with this belt over here. You know, we kind of need mm-hmm. to use these things. So. It's like they found this in the back of a closet. These things. It's like they, they they found they found that thing in the back of the closet. Like, oh, I remember when we used to do something with this. <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, any other thoughts on that? Like, I feel like I I, I think those are the the matches that are gonna uh, surprise us over the next maybe few months. I feel RVD is so out of place in this title scene. Certainly, yeah. certainly. Um, especially lately, you, I'm I'm with you guys. Uh, RVD is not looking good out there. Mm-mm. So, like, I kind of wish I kind of wish it was Swagger against Barrett or some some amalgamation of that. Like, I feel like Swagger needs to be in there or Ziggler. Like a Ziggler Barrett match 
Sign me up for that. I don't know why that isn't the IC title feud. And Ziggler in general not being used perplexes me because he does everything else. <laughs> got a yeah, text. Mean, we got Ziggler, text. Ziggler is the guy they call on to make Batista look good on SmackDown. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, there like, was a- I don't know if that's Batista's call or if that's someone in the back's call, but mm-hmm. the. Like, no one watches SmackDown, but those Ziggler-Batista matches have been pretty interesting. Somebody watches SmackDown. Maybe not as many mm-hmm. people if they didn't get as good a deal. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, but still, uh, it was, uh, you know, interesting. I saw, like, fully posted uh, uh, something about his uh, pitch to change Dolph Ziggler's name and make him relevant again. Oh God! <laughs> and then, of course, not taken by WWE management. Um, and the other, I think I hate Mick Foley. Mick Foley. Going to see him tomorrow. Yes, we yeah. are. Mick Foley tomorrow here at the Improv in the Waterfront in Pittsburgh. Um, oh, so yes. that is that's going to be a, a blast, I'm sure. Um, so that'll be fun. We got, sure. we got a ton you of should, us going. You should drink every time he mentions Santa. Hmm. 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 Two drink minimum. <laughs> To drink minimum oil. <laughs> hey, so we're back. Uh, had a little bit of a power outage here in Pittsburgh. Wonderful, thundery Pittsburgh. Uh, so uh, with that, I think it's a sign to end that topic. We'll talk about Alicia Fox here uh, in a little bit. Uh, we have to. We have to get into that. Uh, <laughs> so we'll talk about some Remember One. But first, let's take a look at what happened at uh, RWA a couple weeks ago. No Retreat 6. Here's a little preview. And some music by Mr. Basic Sickness. Hey guys, welcome back, and go check that out, RWA and other titles over at SorgatronMedia.com slash store. We actually got a sale going on right now. Go over to SorgatronMedia.com, and we got a coupon code for 50% off most digital downloads from the IWC and RWA. Just try that out, see if you like your digital downloads, get your wrestling from this greater Western PA area that we've been producing and have a lot of fun with, including uh, uh, the Night of Superstars, all kinds of stuff uh, that we put out uh, over the last few months, a lot of great stuff. Uh, Bret Hart's on there. We were talking about Bret Hart briefly, um, and uh, Scott Steiner, and 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 all those guys, and, and the great up and coming people like Jimmy Nuts that we had on the Indie Mayhem show a few weeks ago. <laughs> Mayhem bump as he was a tea, uh, cheeseburger for Adam Rose a few weeks ago on Raw. <laughs> so good to see that's happening. So with that, let's go back to remember when in our brains. Boom, gonna remember when. Gonna, gonna remember again. You don't remember a thing. Cause I'm gonna find on a free ride strip. 
Ladies and gentlemen, this week on Remember When, of course, we had a great sequence last night where the Wyatts were uh, threatening one, uh, I won't say Jimmy Hart, Jerry the King Lawler, of course, uh, um, which was even more dastardly because this man has had a heart attack. And of course, JBL came to the rescue. Michael Cole whimpered and peed himself just like Desert Storm. Um, So uh, uh, this week, uh, somebody put in the in in the doc a very good remember one if somebody wants to take credit for that because there's no name here uh in honor of the jbl uh lawler wide situation looking back on moments when commentators got beat up hmm. or fought back sometimes maybe hmm. maybe 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 um, if i can start off and i don't think anybody will have this one um but i remember when they were trying to push taz as a badass <laughs> and kind of a dick and he would start picking on JR and, and kind of similar, like Jerry Lawler, I think, stepped up at that point. I think one of them had, oh, Jerry Lawler had like a glass of candies <laughs> commentary, which in retrospect seems really dangerous considering what all happens to the commentary table. Um, yeah. And it got smashed on one of their heads, uh, uh, you know, somehow. Uh, but no, that that's one of those kind of, that's one of those sequences I recall. Uh, what about you, Bobby? I got one. You got, I'm sure you got one. Uh, mine is actually uh, commentator on commentator violence. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, um, shit. Somebody called NWACP. Picture it, Michael Cole in his coal That's mine wrong. getting grabbed through the hole that he had to breathe. <laughs> by by his tie. You fuck. I'm sorry, Lunchbox. <laughs> And getting smashed against the uh, repeatedly against the the uh, window of the coal mine, only to have his face smashed up. So you know he was deformed and everything like that. So that's mine. I'm sorry, lunchbox. Okay, I have a backup. Okay, okay good. What's your backup, sir? Uh, when I was younger, I was a big Bret Hart fan. And Bret Hart had a feud with one Jerry the King Lawler. Damn it! (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm sorry. So every week on commentary, um, Jerry Lawler would not shut the fuck up about Bret Hart. And it made me so angry as a kid uh, that I didn't do anything about it but was just angry. And then you had the famous kiss my foot match. And then, I don't know, I think there was midgets and knights at some point. It's, it's very blurry. <laughs> it's all kind of like an acid flashback at this point with that. Yeah, yeah, but I was shorter. Cheesy, <laughs> sleazy, and queasy. What about you, Mad Mike? What's your what's your uh, moment? Well, my my backup is um, when, when uh, The Miz first became WWE champion, one of his first feuds was against Jerry the King Lauder, Lawler, in which they even had a ladder match, mm-hmm. for Christ's sake. And it was awesome because we were very scared that Jerry Lawler was actually going to win the WWE title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very, very that. frightened. Or die, if I recall, because it was a freaking ladder match. <laughs> yeah. 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 Riz, what about you, sir? Joining I'm us going to repeat myself. Okay. From last week. What? <laughs> Remember when Jr. got burned alive? Oh. <laughs> I'm surprised nobody has said that yet. Because you said it last week. Exactly. 
But you still, really need to work on your remembering. It's the same thing. He got burned by Kane. That's good stuff. Come on. You, you could it, at least go to when weeks. JR got attacked by Foley during their interview segments. Oh, and by the way, it's being discovered in the chat room. Intern Mike actually came up with the remember one for this week. Good job, Intern Mike. Awesome. Awesome. Go thank wow. him. Yes, I'm going to multiply his his winnings for the night <laughs> by several percent. <laughs> exactly what's going to Keep that Patreon coming so we can pay Mike. <laughs> um, at Mark, Mike, what's several percent of zero? I, I'm not. Listen, I'm not a calculus. 11 Calculus is back. <laughs> Wheels Wheels is joining us here for the second half. Hot Wheels RWA on the tweeters. Uh, hey, what's your uh, what? What do you recall? Strange enough, I'm going to recall basically not only the commentary of area, but the whole damn set. Nexus attacking and ripping up the commentary and beating up everyone, and even our own precious Daniel Bryan. Choking out a uh, Justin Roberts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, I'm surprised Alicia Fox hasn't been fired for that. that yeah, 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 the wedgie. Like we're not allowed to have wedgies <laughs> on TV. We're saying payback is a bitch, but we can't have wedgies on this on TV. Nope. <laughs> I guess not. Um, Hey, to be fair, it was an atomic wedgie. <laughs> it, was, it was, yeah, by holy crap. Um, Matt Carlin says uh, when Flair uh, first arrives in the WWF as the real world champ, he picked a fight with Piper at the announced uh, position. And uh, the ensuing, in the ensuing melee, Piper accidentally hit announcer Vince in the back with a wooden chair. Out Ooh. cold. Wow. <laughs> That's great. Did everybody go? I think everybody went. Okay, I have another one. Oh no! Steal another one. When remember when Crush turned on Macho Man? He, Macho Man was a commentator, and yeah. then he picked him up and uh, lacerated his t- tongue. You know, well, uh, Jake Roberts was another one. Like, like that was that was a good turnaround for those guys. You know, when they were commentators. Macho, for a bit. Did, Macho wanted to wrestle, and Vince didn't want him to. Yeah. Yeah, but he was on commentary when it happened. Wait, was that legit? He just didn't want him to. Yeah, he didn't want him to wrestle. Like that's the story. I, that's yep. what I've always heard. Okay, that's what I've always heard that he wanted Savage to be at the commentary booth, like Jesse Ventura was, and huh. Savage. Weird. I, I mean, like, there's got to be more to that. I, I, I'm really yeah. curious to see what well, the story is. Well, I mean, there probably also has... There, there are rumors. Oh, well, yeah, there's yeah. those rumors, yes. Those are those rumors. That yeah. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> so let us know... Um, well, I can't catch up with this. Uh, Alex Cars was talking about when Tony Schiavone was a heel in the early TNA days. Oh, God. Really? Yeah. Apparently. Yeah, he had, wow. he had the evil goatee too. It was so creepy. That was the worst night of our history in the history of our sport. Uh, but <laughs> says, "Remember when Mongo McMichael finally came down from the announce booth and uh, tag team with Kevin Cream, and then he turned and joined the Horsemen? Oh god, the great old days of the Horsemen! Hey, I tell you what, I, I say what you will. I loved Mongo as a Horseman. I loved him as like the announcer with the little little dog. You know, I mean, that was that he he." 
he was interesting. I, I liked him as an announcer. Um, he went from WrestleMania main event to announcer with a dog. Yep. All right. On that note, uh, go uh, hey, to let us know if you have any remember when you want us to talk about, or if uh, you have any other announcer violence uh, you want to share on the YouTube comments or um, on on Twitter's on the oh, Facebook wait, on Google. Has Plus. anyone slapped Damon yet? <laughs> Why? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Our NWA friend, Eamon. Yeah, we didn't mention that. So, Eamon, who used to be the wrestle fan of this show, now is a, is an announcer for an NWA affiliate down in Texas with Inspire Pro. Mm-hmm. So, congratulations Woo-hoo! to that, you know. Mayhem I, bump. Mayhem bump. You're welcome. Mayhem bump, an official organized national uh, company there, so that's that's pretty fantastic. Mayhem, the welcome. Mayhem Bump got me a job at WWE, and now the Mayhem Bump has made Amen and WWE announcer. And I'm sure he has never mentioned the Wrestling Mayhem show on commentary. And Matt Carlin just made a new hashtag NWAmen. Which I will point out that friend of the show, Joe Dombrowski, has mentioned Sorgatron Media and even the Wrestling Mayhem show on commentary for the IWC. I actually heard a couple of those. Yes, yes, it happens. <clears throat> it happens. Um, so we're getting shout outs, we're getting some love over there. So so good to good Eamon, step up your game. That's right. Come on, Eamon. You got it, you got it. Come on, you gotta acknowledge your roots, man. Acknowledge your roots. Somebody's chatting with me now. Yeah, I mean My- Michael Cole says he's a war hero all the time. You can say you are a you are a mayhem. You are a podcast war hero. You're down in the trenches. You want a mayhemi for you want the mayhemi. Let's go. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So on Amen. that note, job, I want to give a shout out. Hey, you know, another way you guys can support us is at prowrestlingtees.com slash WMS. Sell those shirts. Help Alex Cars support his 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 summer camp uh, endeavors this, this year. Uh, I believe he's becoming a counselor, just to narrow that down a little bit. Um, but go to rest, prowrestlingtees.com slash WMS. Check out the great threads over there. we got the great WMS logo. Property of Mayhem and Good Times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. You can check out that. They're $19.99. And while you're there, not only do we have the good times for all to have, but you can support indie, indie wrestling, friends good. of the show, or even just people that aren't in the WWE. The, the estates of both the Macho Man and Andre the Giant are selling shirts. Of course, Kamala. Kamala, of course, having a, a leg surgery, having, actually having his part of his leg removed in, in the recent years. Uh, so go support them. Jim Ross is on there with his podcast. Jake the Snake Roberts, all kinds of great stuff. The great Connor the Crusher, which was a that heartbreaking story from from a few weeks ago that we talked about. Um, a lot of great stuff, and of course, great indie guys uh, or TNA guys that obviously don't make enough money in TNA, as we've discussed here on the show multiple times. Like friend of the show, Zima Ion, Baby Batista himself, uh, Chris Hero, the great Kiss Hero, Chris Hero, friend of Amon, who doesn't acknowledge us anymore on this show. Um, Why are we acknowledging him? I don't know, just to make him feel guilty, because I'm pretty sure he listens. If he doesn't, he's an asshole. No, he doesn't. He doesn't listen at all. He's too busy doing NWA stuff now. Other people like ACH, who's freaking awesome and a really cool guy. You should talk to him sometime. Anthony Neese, another great guy that's been with IWC here and the Super Indie Champion. Chuck Taylor, China. How'd that get in there? Um, All kinds of great stuff. Support indie wrestling. Support them. Support the show. Support the shit you love, guys. So it can stick around, for one thing. Yeah. So... Um, if it felt like, you know, I can't say that we'd be here for eight years, LB, if it didn't sound like everybody, like anybody enjoyed this. And now look at all these guys. Yeah. I gotta say if, um, if it was still like the early days when it was like me and you and three people in a chat room, um, 
I don't know that it would still be eight years later. <laughs> we would still be doing it, but maybe we just wouldn't bother to record it anymore. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, it would just be like that's us. True. We're like, yeah, hey, so did you see Raw last night? Yeah, that was cool. And we make jokes. <laughs> That'd be like the Chris Farley show. Yeah! That was, that was cool. Yeah, see, what is, that was cool. You guys remember that time when, when JR got burned? Yeah. That was awesome. Alicia Fox went Them were crazy. the days. Remember when Rey Mysterio came, debuted on Raw? You know, we're describing like half of the podcast li- uh, uh, category. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. That was that was cool. That was some good stuff. That was good stuff. Um, anyways. <laughs> now it sounds like the delicious dish from NPR. <laughs> oh, I hate that fucking show. I hate that fucking yeah, show. Yeah, that voice is terrible. Oh, no. Oh, you don't no. like sweaty what moments? I'd rather to... listen to fucking oh. Paul Shear chew into a microphone for half an hour. I don't even know what we're talking about. Should I listen to more NPR? People keep telling me to listen. I've actually been talking. To... This is a mayhem gold. I'm sorry. I'm going to stop this. Um, no, the delicious dish is the Saturday Night Live skit with the uh, sweaty balls. And, oh yeah, okay. but it's a delicious dish. called the Splendid Table, which is goddamn terrible. But <laughs> if you are going to listen to NPR, I highly recommend This American Life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and wait, wait, don't tell me. It's a great show. Yeah. Um, Available on podcast. If you're interested in more inspirational and techie stuff, the TED Radio Hour is really good too. While you're at it, go to stamps.com slash WTF. Also, really, if you like hearing about movies, I recommend the Ramblin' Movie Minute. There you go. Why don't we plug our own stuff? Circuitrymedia.com. Just go there. Yay. Go there. As LB says in one commercial, go click on everything. Um, now, back on this show. WTF. What a rat hole. Um, Whoa, wow. what? Pizza cup. Anyway, pizza cup. Um, anyways, holy crap. Uh <laughs> Alicia Fox. Fox. Let's talk about the crazy Alicia Fox, or as I like Speaking to say, delicious dish. As, like, as, I, as I as I like to say, the homage to my high school girlfriend. Um, because uh, <laughs> what? Wait, what? Uh, what? No, I, I want to hear this story. Re- Go ahead. She reminds me. Oh, to your girl. To I had some experiences girlfriend. in high school, and, and 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 Alicia Fox kind of like encompasses visually how that went. Um, oh, oh, Jenga, and she stored. Oh, you dated, you dated some crazy women. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, Did your girlfriend give you an atomic wedgie. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, no. Holy crap! It just. Uh, Only an atomic wedgie to my, Thor, to my show soul. us on the wrestling buddy where she touched you. <laughs> my, well, my well, we're not going there. Already. Anyways, um, no, Alicia Fox, the most interesting diva and the most interesting uh, captures on Instagram as well. Um, <laughs> what is happening there? <laughs> Pulling a stone cold with some sodas, picking on the poor people. The poor people in that corner, that that that. You don't even notice all night had so much going on. Not just them. Somebody else got beat up later in the night, too, I thought, uh, in another segment. Uh, but Alicia Fox uh, uh, going nuts is the, is the most in- interesting diva development. She's the straight-edge Stone Cold. Okay. I guess I could see that. She She's going around. She's fucking with announcers. Mm-hmm. She's fucking Whoa. with the crew. She's pouring liquid on herself without swallowing any of it. And she's um, stopping people in the corner. <laughs> easy, Riz. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it together. It's hot in here, isn't it? 
<laughs> but other than that, I mean, we we had we talked about this a little bit last night on the wrap up, but I mean, we're getting uh, uh, some Davis action that actually is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, between this, we got Paige, who was actually pretty good. Although I still feel like we really haven't seen her cut loose on a Raw match uh, as she did in NXT. I actually, she had it. I thought I think you have to wait for pay per view for that. Like I expect the Paige pay per view match with Alicia Fox to be amazing. It better be. It needs to be. It really needs to be. And I really hope this isn't like as we often seen maybe Alicia Fox is like last stand and she's actually doing something like interesting because she doesn't care anymore. Right. Um, like, I I'd hope... like, I'd like to point out that we're talking about Alicia Fox mm-hmm. and saying that she's going to have a great match on a pay-per-view. What, where the fuck did this come from? It's amazing. <laughs> exactly. She's doing great things and actually having good matches, which I didn't think up until recently that she was capable of. Sarah Del Rey. You think this is a Sarah Del Rey influence? I think I think she I think Leisha Fox had it in her, but so Sarah Del Rey had to find it. Mm-hmm. She probably did. I I think this is I think this has more to do with AJ leaving. At least being gone for an extended amount of time. Uh, you know, we talked about earlier. Um, what what was the comment you guys said about everybody's kind of stepping up? Jeez, uh, uh, oh, Will said everyone was edge. Okay, everybody was edge. Is this what's happening with the divas? All the, and we talked about this idea before. All these girls doing kick-ass matches on NXT week after week, and, and they are like, also edge. Who and Alicia Fox is one of those that goes down there and has good matches with these mm-hmm. girls. So is that finally being like like feeding up the ladder to Raw? This is probably the strongest divas locker room they've had in a long time. Which is interesting because yeah, a lot ever. of the locker room is not much different than five years ago, but it's like <clears throat> a lot of them learned how to wrestle. Mm-hmm. I like, think if you ignore uh-huh. all of the wrestling total divas, mm-hmm. you'll find that there's a lot of talent there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, 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 total divas. Yes. Oh, no. While we're on the subject, I had a conversation today um, about professional wrestling in my office with the last person that I thought I would ever talk about professional wrestling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, it's, and it's because it's because she watches Total Divas. She has no interest in wrestling, but she did tell me that she tried to watch Raw on Monday because she's so into Total Divas. Interesting. Wow. That shit is working. And, and I'm telling you, that be. happens more often than not. That happened at, at least three or four times with me with people who I know do not watch wrestling mm-hmm. at all. But people love reality shows for stuff they don't understand. Duck Dynasty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is the it after watching Total Divas, I kind of wish Summer Rae won the Divas Championship? Hmm. Like, I kind of wish she did... Just so it would go in line with the Total Divas storyline that they're building where everyone hates Summer. Mm-hmm. It would have been perfect. I mean, I'm fine with Paige, but it's. I just think it would have been really funny. Uh, I gotta catch up. I, I really hope in Total So Divas, then Eva Marie is going to be the number one contender someday. Total Divas really Stop needs it. to pop up on WWE Network so I can catch up with it. But yeah, I'm surprised, I'm surprised the first like season isn't on the network. Yeah, I mean, at least. So I can at least finish off those last three episodes, right? <laughs> um, I mean, as it is, we're learning that uh, the Monday Night Wars isn't coming until fall. I thought it was going to be a summer series. Um, you know, and, and who knows what else they're going to bring up on this. They thing, but... might be starting. Oh, no, I was going to say they might be starting the Monday Night War when Raw started. But Raw started in January. So That's right. 
Oh, but Nitro started around Labor Day, so that might be why. Could be. Oh, that could be interesting. So they go week to week, you think? Yeah. Okay. Curious. And, I, and I, it sounds like it is going to be a new series. It's not going to be like what you experienced on... on I don't Have we heard much new information about the show? I haven't heard anything about it. But, I mean, if they're going to do a weekly thing like that, they're, they're probably recording a whole shit ton of them to, keep them, to get them in the can. Mm-hmm. So they, because I can't imagine it'll be live. It'll be anything live like that. No, no, no. I'm sure they have plenty of them like already recorded. They're just editing them. Um, because um, the, you know, explain to us just for those that know this. This they did have a Monday Night War type thing on on the on demand. What was that concept? Um, that concept was they would just kind of show like um the first they did. There were two different iterations of how they did. The first one was like a four-hour block where they would just – Michael Cole would introduce um, Raw, and then they'd show Raw with a couple of little boxes uh, popping up, maybe a, like a little uh, box of someone talking about it like they do on Legends of Wrestling. And then Raw would end. Michael Cole would come back. He would say, ah, oh, this happened on this happened on Raw. And then on Nitro, and he would talk about what was going to happen on Nitro. Then they play Nitro with similar boxes, mm. and it was kind of underwhelming. Okay, it was underwhelming a little bit. Like if it's anything like what they're doing with the WrestleMania rewinds now, if it's mm. anything like that, it's going to be miles better than what they had. With so, the old, so uh, kind of a maybe uh, a general talk recap of storylines going into it, what went into why one thing happened versus another. It'd be great if they did like. Like at the ten o'clock hour, this happened, so we immediately reacted with this. You know, that'd be great if they went that into it. But again, I don't see this being like an hour thing, you know, or, or, or more than an hour thing. I I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I think I think that's a two-hour show. Also, think also think they're also releasing. All these best of Raws, Raw flashbacks. What if they start? Re- they start releasing those Raws. Why don't they also start releasing those Nitros along the same time? Well, and then because... you, you have your your kind of package show that talks about what happens, and then you can independently, if you want, go watch those shows. So it's kind of similar, a little better done, but similar to your experience before. But now you, but you are the one that needs to go check into those. But I I think what they're doing, they they were doing this with the um, with the whatchamacallit, the um, the on demand too, is they didn't start releasing like Smackdowns and Thunders because they were going very chronologically. Mm-hmm. So like bef- like when uh, Raw was the only show on, they wouldn't even release Raws. Like uh, they wouldn't even release Nitros. They would just keep releasing Raws until Nitro started, and then they'd keep it going. So I wonder if they're like if they're trying to get through all. I'm just looking on the network right now to see how far along they are. And they're in 1994 on Raw. Nitro debuted in '96, so I'd imagine they're probably releasing an episode of Raw every couple of days, so that by the time they're ready to get the Monday Night War show on. 
the entire history of Raw is on the network okay. up until the war starts. I have to. I'm sorry. I have to stop this because uh, something was just put in the chat room. Yeah, I'm playing um, it right now. <laughs> it's the uh, 2048 Mayhem Show edition. Uh, we start with two X cars and oh, we turn yeah. into a Bo Diggity. Let's see what else we got here. Like another, uh, and we'll uh, put two Bo Diggities together. Uh, it's kind of a blank space. I don't know what happened there. So let's let's get a couple Bo Diggities together. And oh wait, there's Matt Carlin's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, then what happens when I get two Mac Garlands? I need to make this work now. Oh, I can't play this game under the pressure. Oh no, I'm I'm one of them. I'm um, after the it, blank like squares. Every few of them, there's a blank square, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess it needs a little bit of testing done. Um, wow. Now I just have Alex's and Bo Diggity's <laughs> popping up. Oh, there's Bobby. There's, there's Bobby. Bobby. I found Bobby. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Uh, so I, I don't know. We'll share that somewhere. Somebody tweet that. Mike Allen, if you can tweet that, we'll put it on Facebook and everything. Or Alex, if you can put it in uh, in Facebook to share. Uh, maybe oh, Eamon's after me. Eamon's after you? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so we're going to be playing that later. Um, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so I, uh, let's go ahead and touch base with uh, Payback. Uh, let me pull up the card here. Uh I, like we talked about before, I really think it's kind of uh, still kind of top loaded again without without Daniel Bryan involved, you know, other than, you know, some segment we'll see. But obviously, just like last month, I think uh, the show itself is going to get blown out of the water with the pre-show mm -hmm. last month featuring the WLC this month featuring um, the let me get the graphic up here, guys. Mass versus hair mask versus hair one hornswoggle versus el trio who lost his tail this week what's that oh, they did reinsert it on the app the, they did the, on the okay. app good because it seemed like they were having trouble um so mm, they put it on ice i think it was a finger the best the, the 3mb has ever done i'm so glad they found a spot for this i feel like this is a storyline that should have been happening on uh saturday night or saturday morning slam um but i'm glad they found a spot for the rest of us adults too. it might have been originally for, because you never know with if that tv deal had been picked up the way they want they probably would have had more saturday morning slam mm-hmm mm -hmm. I miss it. I definitely miss it. Um, also, as we talked about a little bit before on our U.S. title, IC title uh, talk, of course, uh, Sheamus Cesaro could be match of the night. We'll see. You just hope it is because Sheamus is your best friend. My best friend, Sheamus. U.S. title again. <laughs> My best friend. And also, of course, uh, Bad News Barrett and RVD. Oh, God. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope. This is RVD's last match. Uh, the consistently the enhancement talent for the younger guys, RVD. But hey, you know he gets a check. He gets a check. He gets to show up. He is somewhat relevant, and of course uh, he gets the check. He gets the weed. He does everything else. Exactly. exactly. It occurred to me that RVD has had the same gimmick and the same look his entire career. What's his gimmick? Uh, not uh, his entire career. guy, Jean Claude Van Damme knockoff stoner. Oh, okay. Educated feet. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, and of course, the big one we talked about, uh, Cena Wyatt. Let's talk a little bit more about this one, guys. Um, how do you guys feel going in? This is the most I've enjoyed. Like Much like Heyman, I'm just excited anytime he gets a microphone. Uh, Wyatt, same thing. Yeah. 
and and Cena has to win, right? Last night, as we talked about, he kind of does. He kind of does. Uh, uh, after last night, with the involvement with with Waller and JBL, uh, the Wise just became super villains, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question. Did anyone watch the Wyatt promo on SmackDown? Yes. Were Bray Wyatt spoken tongues? Yes. <laughs> and then John Holy Cena. Holy shit! And then John Cena spoke in reversals to make fun of him. Typical scene. Oh my god, if you haven't seen the Wyatt promo from SmackDown, where he literally just started speaking in tongues. Yeah. Fuck me. (laughs) That shit that shit legitimately freaked me out for a tiny bit. Yeah, like I started wavering a little bit. I was like, yeah, more Wyatt stuff. That's cool. That's cool. What? Yeah. That that was good. Uh, Consistently, where do the Wyatts go from Cena? It's what um, I want to know. I'm kind of, I was kind of hoping, uh, and maybe this is what we would have had was, uh, maybe they would have gone over Daniel Bryan after Cena, because they, they got to win a title. They, they need an actual new member. You think so? You think we'd do that? I think, I think that Bray Wyatt's. You can't have a character that's a cult leader without having a cult lead. Without it growing, much like the Straight Edge Society did, where you found, even if it was like we shaved the head of random jobber we found uh, uh, here just to show it's growing. You know, they kind of fake. Serena Deeb is not a jobber. Well, no, 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 because they had a couple guys pop up and they shaved their heads and they were never seen again. They were just like, oh, it's growing. They did a fake this is growing versus the why it's genuine. The crowd actually wants to be part of this. You know, have you seen the lights, Sorg? The when they come out, aren't those old like? So awesome. Aren't those old like iPhones? They're all the flash, the flash of their cameras, of their, I mean, of the uh, phones. Yeah, they're like iPhone lights or whatever. It's right? so creepy. Because I, <laughs> I realize I'm like that's not like screens, and I realized this week what they no. were. That's awesome. All right, that's awesome. so Sorg, yeah, you asked where the Wyatts go. Is it too soon to maybe do a Wyatts? Dallas program too soon with what how like get, can't well, be against each other why not like Bo is spouting all this positivity that seems like something Bray Wyatt would be vehemently against mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I it needs to cross over at some point like like it seems to make sense at this point especially as much as they're they're pushing the Bo, the Bo leave side um, because I I don't know I don't know how it's gonna go I I I don't know if you know we talked about NXT and, and how many are really successful now that they moved up since the Wyatts um I I'm iffy on the belief thing but then again I wasn't sure about the bad news Barrett either so we'll see but the Bo Dallas thing worked mm-hmm. because before he was Bo Dallas he was an annoying face champion mm-hmm. and then everybody started turning on him. And then he turned that into gold. So he turned up the cheese and, on it. And he's going to do so much with a bigger audience. I think. If it's going to work. Think, I think he act, I think it'd be fun if Bo Dallas kind of led his own group. Like <laughs> the believers. Like with uh, Damian Sandow. And w- yeah, exactly. With like all the guys who have felt disenfranchised. Damian Sandow, Dolph Ziggler, Zack Ryder. Like, I mean, you could call, like, 
he could be the motivational speaker they need. Like Kurt Hawkins could be dejected backstage. Bo could be up, walk up to him like, Hey Dolph, do you know why you lost? Because you didn't <laughs> believe in yourself. Like I, I think it, I mean, it worked for DDP and Christian. I'm saying do that on a larger scale. Just blow it up. Honestly, I think that would work if they listened to us. <laughs> they do. They know. They know. Oh, they, they listen. Know. They, they listen. Do. They usually listen to our worst ideas, but they listen. <laughs> Follow the <laughs> believers hashtag in the chat from uh, Alex. Uh, oh, he, he points. Alex points out. I love that Bray Wyatt was a segment after Bo. Yeah. <laughs> When's the last time we had brothers like this on the show, right? Uh, Cody and Goldust. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say. Never mind. <laughs> it happened like a few minutes stupid, after, before that. Stupid question. Stupid question. Um. Anyways. Uh. Also on Payback, of course. Uh. Evolution and the Shield in the Elimination No Holds Barred match. Which had a weird contract. Which had a great contract signing. I, I love when they yep. acknowledge, hey, uh, we don't need this furniture. Let's be honest here. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. The, 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 I'm talking about the contract. Though. Oh, right. <laughs> here, I'll pull it up here. I will read the contract and what it said if you haven't heard about it. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Yes. The interesting contract. While we're waiting on him to come back, I, I, I need to call out. Um, I made it onto WWE Network yet again. <laughs> Again, Man, I, great job, sword. I wasn't nice. even trying. Well, I, I didn't. Try, I never try. That's right, Paul great Heyman. Giant, all, giant you know. cell phone, Samoans. What is going on? I should use the Mayhem Show account, huh? You should use the Mayhem Show. Account, like, you know. This is my casual account. This is this is like I. I mean, hey, you know what? Though, the maybe they won't put it on if it's a, if it's like a business or whatever. I've seen. Or... I don't know. I've seen ones that look like podcast accounts on there before. But yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. I think it's less likely that they will. But I have the contract. You have the contract. And what does okay. it say? In the fine print, the first section of the contract said, World Wrestling Entertainment is a creative genius. The whole creation of the universe was fashioned by his ever-toiling hands. All living mortals should praise his name and image. Hodor. Holy crap. That's <laughs> what it in the contract. And they all signed it. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. I probably snickered and laughed a little. Inside while reading it, I don't think they. But they know we all have HD TVs and can read this stuff now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think they know exactly we, that we have HD TVs and we can read that now. It's all mm-hmm. Easter eggs, man. It's all Easter eggs, just like the X Men movie, right? Yeah. Um, so that's payback. I think it's going to be a fine pay per view. Uh, well, that's not like we're paying sixty dollars for this thing anymore. And to those for of you who commercial. still are, why? And if you still are. <laughs> Please sign up for a network and reference Mike Rorson. I want a $25 gift card. <laughs> there's anybody out there. No, there's some people that don't have internet, and this is all they have. Unless they're on uh, Dish <laughs> Network, then they don't even have that. I'm surprised oh. they didn't push that again last Oh, year. snap. I don't know. Is it come back? Maybe they're just over it. Maybe they're not going to beat a dead horse over this thing. Beat it. I was kind of surprised they didn't push it, like, Hey, if you have Dish, remember you can't watch our show. You know, you know, I, 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 be honest. That's one of those things. If like Dish Network was like, yeah, we're not carrying WWE anymore, and I, you know, and I didn't have any other option, but I'm like, I gotta get these pay per views. You know, um, I would probably be like, hey, Directv, what's up? 
I mean, mm-hmm. easily, right? Or consider going back to cable, you know? If I'm like a city dweller, you know, like I was. I did have Dish here here at the house uh, before Fios came through. Now I don't even have that. Oh, I have it. Didn't Internet. Direct do that too? Uh, Direct threatened it. I think Direct did it for um, Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. So but they, they're back. I think they were back because um, it was just Dish Network this last time, I thought. So. That, that's that's tough. Accurate. That's tough when it's it's that, and like some people do not have another option. Again, mm-hmm. some people do not have the internet to do WWE Network. Do not have another choice other than usually, the other dish people. Usually, if you have a satellite dish, you don't have cable internet. Yeah, I say usually, <laughs> but you know, I, I don't know. You know how many dishes I see? Um, I was at a friend's house the other day, looking over Dormont, and there were a lot of Dish Network and Direct TV dishes across those top those uh, rooftops. But do the they city. have cable internet? But they, yeah, but again, they have cable internet as an option, or okay. BIOS even. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's I mean, that's not the majority of people I feel like have haven't those options. So I mean and that really I, plays into this this whole thing. I was gonna say, I I mean, I told you I think last week I'm in this college town and I'm riding around and what do I see on most of the houses is Dish Network and Direct T V and there's a cable system in this town. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, um, like I say, we're in Pittsburgh. There's there's options here, and and they're still deciding to do that because they're a better deal in the long run. Typically, they're a better deal. It seems. Um, all right, with that, let's go ahead and kick out of here before the storm kicks us off again. Uh, tell me, what did you guys learn from wrestling this week? Who wants to go first? I'll go, so no one takes mine. Okay. Sorg, I learned our long national nightmare is over. It's over, Sorg. There's no more special lighting on Sin Cara matches. Woo! We won! You just got to believe. We won. (laughs) We won. Fantastic. Uh, What about you, LB? Uh, (laughs) What about you, Liz? Okay. No, I got it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I learned that you never, never, ever touch Adam Rose's lemon. Nope. <laughs> nope. Because that uh, was line of the night. <laughs> Bobby? I learned that Davy Crockett is, in fact, the king of the wild frontier and <laughs> the king of the squared circle. <laughs> Fantastic. Riz, how about you? I learned that Mean Gene Okerlund <laughs> is the creepiest old man that I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> and I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if Ashley gets a, a restraining order on him. Wife of the oh show is God. very is, it, about Wife of the man. show is fairly disturbed by me Gene Okerlund's. Uh, oh my god. Um, like every time she's in, he gets like this big grin and he's like just rocks back and forth. And you don't see what's going on down below for some reason. For like some he reason. even said Remember uh, where, where what episode? What part of the episode was it where he was like, "Oh, I'm getting excited." That doesn't happen very often for a guy my age. I, I tell you yeah. what, watch the massage. The massage. Yeah. That's right. I was, I was like, I know, I remember seeing part of that last week on Legends Outside. I'm like, I don't remember what where I saw it, but I was to disturbed. Be fair, Tony Atlas also said that his fear was rising. In the Roman Empire, or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And also, I do like how uh, WWE knows about memes or about about uh, sexual fan- fetishes. 
Because yes. they oh did shoe on head. Fucking <laughs> uh, Matt Carnes says, I learned that if you need someone to wave an American flag, Big E isn't a bad choice. Uh, yeah. Oh, hey, Zach on, Ryder isn't. On the Mean Gene side, watch uh, WWE, or I'm sorry, WCW pay-per-views around, I think, late 2000 to 2001. Um, um, mean Gene did not give a shit then. <laughs> <laughs> and and or, Mean Gene never gave a shit in WCW. No, I guess he did, you, but but the, it was really bad and really. Have you heard suggestive. about the? Uh, did you see the uh, Dean Malenko interview? Oh yeah, where he yeah. just went off on him. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. I remember what I remember when that happened. Actually, um, uh, Wheels, what did you learn this week? What did I learn? I've learned that. I hope they bring a second season of Legend House, and oh my God. they really just need to bring Tony Atlas back just for special occasions because he's very entertaining with his foot fetish. I oh, think, he's the best part of that show. I think Tony Atlas is going to get his own show after this. <laughs> he's the best part. Mm-hmm. Also, also, do you guys think that that if the WWE Network didn't exist, do you think they could have sold this to the Food Network? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody would have bought it. It's about food and food preparation. <laughs> Every week. They actually ate food, I, too. I would kill the a Paula Dean Tony Atlas cooking show. Oh God! Wow. You know, it was like it was like they would they booked the uh, food versus legends uh, as a storyline from week to week, and finally yeah. we got a resolve with everybody sitting down for a nice dinner this week. I still yeah. want to see Piper get one over on the blender. <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah, that's a feud that could pop at any moment. Exactly, exactly. Um, wow. And uh, I learned, uh, oof, uh, you got to be a legend to be to win an uh, uh, an XT Divas tournament, or at least a legend's daughter, or whatever. At least, uh, did you guys notice that it's uh, Charlotte and uh, Natty Nightheart? And of course, both Brett and Rick are going to be there. Yeah. yeah, which is ironic because maybe Natty's. Dad should be there. Oh, wait, he's all coked up. Oh, uh, that's a shame. That's a shame. <laughs> Guys, Wrestling Mayhem Show, check us out. We're at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Um, you can find us on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Blip TV, Roku's, via the Blip TV app, all that kind of stuff. And you can drop us a line to that great email address at I just saw the title. Hi, no! no! Put it away! Put it, put it away! Hi, yes. Sorg! What's going on? Ah! No! Oh, man. Um, you can Look also at her, drop us a line at, at 412-206-WMS0. It's on the screen in front of me. I can't look. I can't look. It, it's funny because she is in. The, she looks like Vigo. She looks like what? From she looks like she's doing the Vigo pose. Vigo from uh, Ghostbusters Two. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, um, Vigo Mortensen. I'm gonna hold my hand. I'm gonna hold my hand here. Um, uh, you can drop us a line at four one two two zero six WMS zero live at sorgatronmedia.com at nine p.m. Eastern time uh, uh, on Tuesdays. Um, oh my God, the nightmares are coming. Join us on the Mayhem Show where we're talking to Juice Jennings about the DBI three. Uh, I can't look coming up this weekend. We'll see you guys. Mayhem Show out. I need to watch my eyes.
Just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait.